0: life not others with tim hoover and steve mitman tim
1: we have your daughter back of the show chelsea hey how are you
0: hey guys good to be back thanks for having me
2: yeah i'm a little biased because she is my my favorite guest you know because <laughs> she's my daughter so <laughs> i understand uh, yes yeah, you i know i wanted you to mention too that um, she just did a an interview yeah and for everybody's reference um, Go ahead, Steve. Why don't you shoot? That no, out you, there for you just did
1: that great TV piece, right, Chelsea, on uh, WPVI TV, Channel Six, ABC, Philadelphia. You were talking about ways to keep your immune system strong, and it's more important than ever to be healthy. Of course, with the pandemic, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it was pretty cool. A, a journalist just reached out to me, and he had mentioned that. You know there's so much negativity in the news surrounding you know obviously people getting sick and everything that's going on but there's not as much in the news or out there as far as what we can do you know for our immune systems whether it's you know exercise physical activity or diet or both um that we don't see that as often and the really you know cool and important thing is that we do have so much control over our health and our immunity and you know what we can put in our body versus what we should try to avoid or just our exercise and physical activity in general and how much it really can you know make a huge difference and a huge impact in our health.
1: So what I like about that is it's everything that this show is about. We don't talk about being reactive and being a victim. Yes, there are certain concerns and there are fears and it can be scary. It is scary. It's affecting lives by the millions all throughout the entire world, but attack life, not others. There are some things that are within your control do the best we can with what we have and take control be proactive and our health is certainly one of them and considering that this is a health issue it only makes sense to want to be as healthy as possible to be able to take on that fight we talked a little bit about it last week
2: yeah Uh, you know dr. jared spencer was great he talked he always just great to have on the show and talked a lot about you know the mental outlook and how we just, with, especially without in, interacting physically, uh, how athletes visualize, and how important it is just in general to visualize. And that was just a great show about the mindset. And then all of a sudden, you know, Chelsea called and said she, she did the show and, and um, was such a, a great piece to do right after Dr. Jared Spencer. Chelsea, too, before we go on any further, I think it's important. There's a lot of new listeners every week. Not everybody knows that you're just my daughter. Okay. I mean, that, that does say a lot, <laughs> but I also would like you to just give you your background. You have your backgrounds in nutrition, obviously. You're, you're a dietitian, you know, and, and your business, what you do and how you help people on a daily basis. Just review that real quick for the, the listeners to know that.
0: Yeah. So um, I specialize in customized nutrition counseling. My business is Fuel for Thought Nutrition based out of Philadelphia, And um, you know, it's really just as far as, you know, again, like what we're talking about, just trying to be more preventative and more proactive instead of reactive. So a lot of clients will come to see me whether they, you know, wanna focus on weight loss or if they are diabetic and they wanna, you know, eat just to kind of counteract their diabetes or bring their Blood sugars down, um, same as far as high cholesterol. Just trying to look at the overall diet and what we can change, what we can add in, and how we can really use food as medicine, basically.
1: Let's go through some of the things you talked about when you were on TV.
0: Yeah, so um, one of the best overall diets that we can really, and I don't even really want to call it a diet, it's more of just a a lifestyle and just, you know, habits and good habits versus bad habits, right? Um, It's the anti-inflammatory diet. And that's actually something that I suggested to my dad um, months back because he was having really bad knee and joint pain. Um, So it's all just about kind of looking at foods that can cause inflammation So whether it's, you know, joint pain or just, you know, if you have more inflammation in your body, that's something that can also weaken your immune system. And trying to work in foods that fight this inflammation. Um, Again, just relieving the joint pain and also these foods that are going to boost our immunity. So one of the big factors is trying to work in, you know, we all hear about like our healthy fats versus our unhealthy fats. So our healthy fats are a big one as far as reducing our inflammation. So foods like fatty fish, like salmon, um, cooking with olive oil instead of a vegetable oil, eating nuts and seeds, avocados, all those foods are going to help really reduce that inflammation. But on the flip side, you know, you you can eat the good, but then if you're also eating the bad, you know, it's not going to really then do as much as it can. So as far as the unhealthy fats that we want to try to, you know, not completely avoid but just try to cut back and be mindful about, um, it's coming from our processed foods, our processed meats, fried foods, obviously, um, more of our fattier red meats. Those types of fats are going to cause more inflammation in our body and also weaken our immune system.
1: And then of course we um, talk about exercising regularly, how important that is, no matter what it is, whether it is martial arts or it's biking or just walking or push-ups and crunches. But we avoid exercising if we have pain and inflammation in our joints. Well, it's not so easy to do exercise then. So it's a it's like a this never ending cycle that just keeps getting worse and worse. A good place to start. You've got to reduce the inflammation so that you can exercise. And then the more you exercise, it actually helps get rid of the inflammation if you do it in a wise way. What else did you talk about when you were on TV?
0: So the other aspect of that, um, again, is, you know, trying to cut out the foods that cause inflammation. So a big factor of that are added sugars. Um, That's something that we hear about often, just how, how much sugar Americans eat and they don't even realize that how frequently it's found in our foods that added sugar, whether it's coming from like cake or cookies or, you know, soda and sports drinks that's loaded with added sugar, Um, refined white carbs. Again, all these foods are going to cause that inflammatory effect in the body. Whereas something like your natural sugars, which people always ask me about, like, well, I thought bananas were bad for you. They're not, you know, when it's natural sugar and foods high in fiber um, coming from fruit, and coming from dairy, all that sugar is fine for you. Also, in that same you know, effect as far as whether or not you are worried about sugar content in fruit, um, there's just more and more research coming out that eating more plant-forward and eating your fruits and vegetables more frequently, those foods are super high in your vitamin C and vitamin E. And those, as we know, are our antioxidants and antioxidants. What does that do? That bites toxins in our body and our antioxidants is what helps to boost our immunity. So a lot of times when we get sick, people immediately jump to grab like emergency or airborne or those high vitamin C supplements. And those are fine, but you're always going to absorb nutrients better from food sources and from a supplement. So getting your C and E from berries, bell peppers, nuts and seeds, um, spinach, broccoli, that's all gonna have a way more powerful effect on our body and our immune system than a pill or a supplement would.
1: Do you recommend a certain ratio of fruits versus vegetables versus proteins versus carbs? What do you tell people?
0: So I mean this something that I've kind of I think mentioned before on the show is just um as close as we can to eating whole foods and least processed is really the biggest factor Um and you know the more of those whole foods that you eat and less processed the, the better you know our health is going to be so when we do look at like servings of fruit per day you really want to aim for like a minimum of five to six servings as, as a whole. So whether that's whether you're somebody who likes fruit more than vegetables or vice versa, but trying to aim for those five to six servings a day can be very helpful. Um, and I do usually recommend that there is some lean protein source at every meal. So whether that's um, eggs or low-fat dairy or just chicken or beans or lentils, um, that protein really does help with strengthening our muscles and also exercise, um, you know, muscle recovery as well.
1: And it's especially important if you are diabetic or pre-diabetic, correct? To have that protein.
2: Yep, Yep, to balance out the blood. Well, you know, one one thing I think is important to call out here too is that everybody has choices to make. And um, we all find ourselves just, you know, every day waking up with choices. And some of the things are, are, are very strong from a point of opinion. Is this right to do? Is that right to do? Can we go out of the house? Should we wear a mask? And you're overwhelmed by all the news that says yes, no, yes, no, every day. This is different, guys. This is fact. When you wake up in the morning and you look at the news and you're, you're just overwhelmed by all the, the, the true and the false this is again, I'm going to repeat this. This is true. This is not about an opinion of whether somebody stays in their home or somebody's outside, goes to the grocery store, goes to Walmart. This stuff is factual and it's true is how to increase your immunity system, how to become stronger. Cause the only vaccine we have right now is this and exercise and a good mental outlook. When you look at it, we're all running around waiting for a vaccine. Well, that might be a while and that might not be the healthiest thing to do the most important thing to do is listen to fact. And she's talking about fact here and there are choices. And Chelsea and I talk a lot too about many people who want to help themselves and many people who don't. And the difference is you got to listen and try to help yourself and also maybe even take it a step further and realize that you can even grow your own garden. Chelsea was here over the weekend and um, you know, my wife planted a a really nice little, four-by-four, eight-by-eight little garden, and it's beautiful, but, and it's very small, and it's something everybody can do, even if you have you in a little apartment. And then I sold her mine, like at the Wild, Wild West, and it's huge. And it, but guess which one is producing more vegetables? My wife. Small one. It's because, yeah, she <laughs> can't, it's because it's a lesson to be learned. She cares for it a lot more than I do. I can have a half an acre of a garden but not care for it, and it won't produce anything but I can have a four by four, a little garden that'll produce every day if I care for it. What Chelsea's trying to say, care for your body, care for your mind, give it the right stuff you need to increase your immunity. And don't let the words that she's saying overwhelm you. They're not big words. Here's one for you. Blueberries. (laughs) Here's another one for you. You know what I started doing guys? I don't get orange juice anymore. I get an orange and I eat orange. The truth of the matter is an apple a day, and an orange a day will keep the doctor away. That's, just well, the way that's it is.
0: something yeah, that I, I also just I try to get through to my clients that often in the beginning, if you are trying to get on the right path as far as changing your diet and trying to incorporate more exercise, it can sometimes feel so overwhelming and it can feel like it's a lot of hard work. And, you know, to make changes it, it often is can be, you know, a little bit of hard work, but it's also, it doesn't need to be so complicated. You know, just eating more natural foods, eating less processed foods, less sugar, less fried foods. It doesn't need to be such a you know, overwhelming situation and even something like like physical activity, you know, our our bodies want to move. And the more I've heard from people now that they're not going into the office and they're not even, you know, walking to go get lunch or going for a walk at lunch with a friend that they're moving even less now than they were before. And they feel it. They Their body feels stiff. They're noticing their weight gain. And it's just something that it slowly creeps up. And the the thing is that it doesn't need to be, you know, going for like a five-mile run or a 10-mile run. Something as little as a 20-minute walk at the end of the day can really make a huge difference. So starting small is a great way to just kind of get going, and you'll start to see the changes. And from there, it will get easier.
2: Exactly. I think, too, sometimes it's the choices. We talked about people making the choices. The other day I was around um, a location that didn't really have anything healthy to eat. And so, you know, I was hungry, but not overwhelmingly hungry. And I was maybe three or four hours away from where I could get something good to eat. I just decided not to eat. And it was around lunchtime. I, I made the choice rather than going to a particular fast food place to, um, you know, put something down my throat. I decided not to do that and just wait for something better. Sometimes I think we feel compelled to eat exactly at a certain time, every time of the day. where We don't need to do that. Um, yeah. We just need to feel we need to feel when we need to eat, not just to eat because we need to eat. Right, Chels?
0: Right, and that's another aspect as far as just intuitive eating and what a lot of diets do to us is they make us feel like we have to eat breakfast by this time and we have to eat a snack every two hours and we have to eat lunch by this time. But that's totally correct if you can just listen to our bodies more, listen to our hunger level, listen to when we're full, listen to when maybe you know it's 10 o'clock and I'm not hungry for breakfast yet, but by 10, 11 o'clock I am and that's when I'll eat. But really just tuning into those cues of our, our body, our internal cues, is very powerful.
2: Good stuff, Chelsea. Yeah.
1: Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, Sure. Well, Chelsea, thanks it's for coming to be on. on
0: and talk to you guys.
2: And thank you for complimenting me about my garden more than your mother's. I appreciate that. You know, I know you're just saying <laughs> it to be nice.
0: They were both great gardens <laughs> in different ways, Dad. Don't worry.
2: Uh, well, thank you so much. <laughs>
0: thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts,
1: go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. creation, creation. Steve Mittman, social socialmedia.com.